Hey, Jake Mastriani from Locked On Braves, and the Atlanta Braves are back in the postseason after winning their sixth straight division title, and they enter the postseason as the number one seed. And coming into the year, a lot of things, a lot of people thought the Braves would reach the postseason again. They had really good odds to reach the postseason with the lineup that they had, obviously winning five division titles before that and having a good young core locked up. But with all of the offseason moves made in the in the offseason by the Mets who sp- spend a lot of money, the Philadelphia Phillies, who are the reigning National League champions coming back and spending big money on Trey Turner, not everybody thought that they would win the NL East. Not only did they do that, they ran away with the division in 2023 and a tough division as it ends up being as the Mets didn't make the postseason, but the Phillies did blowing away everybody else in the wild card race. And then the Marlins snuck in as well as the top two seeds. So you had the number one overall seed in the Atlanta Braves come out of the NL East. And you also had the top two wild card finishers as well in the Philadelphia Phillies and the Miami Marlins. And the Braves ran away with that division. First one to clinch a division title in the season. So it was a massive year for the Atlanta Braves, who, again, came in with a lot of high expectations, but still were able to exceed those as well by leading all of baseball with the most wins. And it's just, again, it goes to speak to the level of play that this team has been playing for several years now that starts at the top with Alex Anthopoulos and the moves that he is able to make to create a lot of depth and to lock up all of this young talent that they have. But... It takes really special talent to put together a season like the Atlanta Braves had in 2023. And coming out of 2022, there were a lot of questions about Ronald Acuna Jr. And have we, you know, is he never going to get back to that pre-ACL injury form? Was 2022 just who he's going to be from now on? Which, by the way, was a pretty good player. I think most Braves fans understood he was going to turn things around and get back to being Ronald Acuna Jr. But on a national level, a lot of people had somewhat written him off. And I think he came into the 2023 season with a bit of a chip on his shoulder to prove he is still one of the best young players in all of baseball. And he did so by having a historic season. Um, you know, 40, 70 season, never been done before. A 338 batting average. I mean, he almost hit 340, OPS over a thousand, you know, 140 runs scored, 100 runs batted in. It is just one of the, I think, one of the most special seasons we've ever seen by a player when you consider the speed and the power threat that he has become. Not only that, but hitting for average, cutting down his strikeout rate by 10%. This was the best season I've ever seen. And it's a big reason why the Braves are where they are. And he helped, you know, lead the best offense in baseball batting at the top of that order. It's no surprise. The Braves led everybody in all of baseball with first inning runs because Ronald Cunha Jr. Does so much for you to start a game, to start an inning, getting on base, stealing a base, scoring a run, hitting ball out of the ballpark. He really does it all on the offensive side and what should be an MVP season. But, He's going to have a little bit of a fight on his hands, not just with you know the guys from the Dodgers, Betts and Freeman, but his own teammate, Matt Olson, who any other year may be the runaway MVP winner. You go back a season and a great season that Paul Goldschmidt had at the first base position. What Matt Olson did this year is even better than that. Let all of baseball 
in home runs, drove in over 130 runs, almost one RBI away from 140 runs driven in this year, an OPS nearing 1,000, hit 280 as well. An amazing season by Matt Olson, who will probably finish top three, top four in the MVP voting. And those two guys really carried this Braves team all year long from, you know, Matt Olson started off the year hitting in the two spot behind Ronald, but later moved down in the cleanup spot and really took off from there. And again, it's just these two guys leading a charge in this Braves lineup. They each had an OPS over 1100 in the month of September, not showing you that they just had some, you know, peaks and valleys throughout the year. They've gotten better as the season has gone on, and they are two of the hottest hitters for the Braves going into the postseason, along with Marcelo Zuna. And you want to talk about some comeback stories. This guy was terrible for two years with the Braves. Looked like a terrible contract. Looked like he may get cut. And he finishes off the season on the last day of the year, hitting two home runs, last of which gave him his 40th home run on the year and his 100th RBI of the season. So those three guys in particular are going into the postseason really hot right now for the Atlanta Braves. Now, like many teams this year, the Braves had several injuries in the starting rotation. They had to use a franchise record 16 different starting pitchers this year. And while they've gained solid depth in the rotation, it's really all about Max Fried and Spencer Strider at the top. Those are the two guys that you trust, and those are the two guys that can both be co-aces when they are on, they're two of the better pitchers in all of baseball. The season Spencer Strider had, breaking the Braves' single-season franchise, re- franchise record for most strikeouts in a season, leading all of baseball with strikeouts by a wide margin. It's just he had a couple of hiccups here and there. He had trouble with the home runs a little bit this season, and he'd have an inning where, like on Saturday against the Nationals, he'll give up three runs in an inning. But other than that, He was truly dominant all season long. Max Fried, one of the Braves pitchers, dealing with injuries, and he's dealing with one right now, and that's a big question mark going into the NLDS, is how healthy will he be? He's scheduled to pitch a sim game on Tuesday to gear up for that first round of the postseason. But those two guys at the top of the rotation, they got to get it done for the Braves in the postseason. Backing them up is a strong bullpen you have a core solid core at the end when Rysel Iglesias AJ Minter Joe Jimenez and Pierce Johnson if your starting pitcher can just get you five innings you feel pretty comfortable turning it over to those four guys to finish off the game especially with the Braves offense who you you give them as many at bats as you do in a game and they're eventually going to score some runs and put up a crooked number but you still feel pretty confident with those guys in high leverage situations. And and one reason is because they all have a great strikeout rate, all of them 29% or above strikeout rate. And for the most part, they also do a good job, specifically Iglesias and Jimenez, of not walking any batters. So you feel pretty confident when those guys come into the game in a tight spot. But if the Braves are going to win a World Series in 2023, it will most likely be because they they possess the best offense in baseball, one of the best offenses that the game has seen in a long time. And if the Braves do win it all, it's going to be because of that offense. And if they don't win it, it's likely going to be because the starting pitching had too many injuries, fell apart, and just really didn't give the Braves offense a chance to win the ball game. And that's certainly the biggest worry for Braves fans coming into the postseason. But they have pieces there on this team to make another deep run to get it done. And it's World Series or bust 
for this group in 2023. And I'm Jake Mastriani, host of Lockdown Braves. Make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Braves on YouTube and subscribe to Lockdown Braves in your podcast feed where I'll be covering the Braves all throughout the postseason.